Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. So one of the... One of the things that has had me scratching my head for years now is this idea of cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. And I want to tell you, I've been on the air since 2006. And I'm going to guess that it was maybe 2007 or 8 that I had my first guest on that told me I should buy Bitcoin. Of course, I'm the schmuck now. Little did I know. I think it was $10. But I never quite understood what they were talking about because I always thought to myself, the only reason you would need an alternative currency was to be doing things that were shady that you didn't want other people to know about. Now, what do I know? Maybe that's my lawyer, Lisa Hat. But I saw an essay on something called the magical thinking of cryptocurrency, and I was riveted by it. And it was written by Mahir Desai, who joins us now. He is a professor of finance at Harvard Business School and a professor of law at Harvard Law School. I dare to say there aren't too many people with those credentials. He received his PhD in political economy from Harvard University, his MBA as a special kind of Baker scholar from Harvard Business School. And then, of course, he came with a bachelor's from Brown. He also was a Fulbright scholar to India back in 1994. And he has many, many different board positions and prestigious kinds of positions in policy and economics And with that background and with the fact that he's made himself available to students at Harvard at all times, he authored this op-ed that was recently published in the New York Times. And I'm so delighted, Professor Desai, to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Lisa. It's a a great pleasure to be with you. So, Professor, uh, I love the title, The Crypto Collapse and the End of the Magical Thinking that Infected Capitalism. Okay, that pretty much says a lot. Talk to us about magical thinking in crypto. Sure. So, you know, this piece is about crypto, but it's about something broader, about this magical thinking that I think that is pervading capitalism. And what is magical thinking? You know, magical thinking in this case is a little bit of techno-utopianism, you know, which is your favorite tech bro will solve all the problems of the world with some new platform company. It is the extrapolation of kind of current conditions as if they'll last forever. And it is this idea that it's this really remarkable set of conditions that arose over the last 15 years when rates were extremely low, technology pervaded our lives, and a whole generation grew up believing that these conditions would persist forever. 
And the most perfect kind of confection of all those impulses is crypto, which they told us would replace the U.S. dollar, which they told us would change the internet, which they told us would make it irrelevant to save because if you just bought Dogecoin at the right time, everything would work out. And I think we are seeing the end of all of that magical thinking. And it's the end of that, and it's for good because that magical thinking has infected a generation, and I think it's infected capitalism broadly. And I'm delighted to see it go because I think for a long time, uh, it's made people think very unrealistic things. Uh, it's going to be hard and difficult, uh, and some people will suffer, but it's really for the best that we return to pragmatism and an appreciation of real you know, trade-offs. Well, Professor Desai, do you think that cryptocurrency is going to disappear? No, I don't, because it satisfies this impulse um, to kind of gamble, and it satisfies an impulse to be anti-institutionalist. You know, there's a whole political ideology underneath crypto, you know, which is we've got to hand it to the man because the man has been keeping us down. And that impulse doesn't go away. But I think it becomes less relevant as people realize that the actual use cases for it are much more limited than the proponents would let us know. So I think it'll wither away and it'll decline, but it'll always be there. Like a lot of fringe things are there. It just happens to be that it came to dominate people's imagination. I tell a story in the op-ed of going to a military academy where more than half of the students were gambling on crypto. So it infected a huge chunk of very young people. And, you know, Lisa, you can be assured if if students at prestigious military academies are doing this, you can imagine what is happening Probably in that generation. And we know upwards of 50% of men in their 20s have invested in crypto. So this is not a small phenomenon. It's no, actually it's become not. mainstream in that, in that generation. Well, that's why, because it isn't small, I, I think it's going to pull to hold on because there's an actual investment in it. I have a dear friend who's a very talented artist, very talented and very well known. And she has developed uh, a lot of her art into NFTs. And yeah. she's become wildly immersed in the buying and selling uh, and hopefully someday making money, real money. Uh, but even now of these NFTs, which are these digital impressions of art that are largely bought and sold in a cryptocurrency. That's right. So, Professor and Desai, what about that aspect? Are these NFTs going to disappear? Well, I think there is, as with all these things, there's a small, tiny bit of zone of truth. By the way, is, where are you? Are you at a construction site? I'm sorry. I am a little bit in a loud place, which was supposed to be quiet, so I apologize. Um, so, so there's a germ of truth, which is we thought that it would be good to have digital ownership of assets. And we thought that if you could have digital ownership of assets... That would be a valuable thing. And that may be true in some limited cases. But the broad idea that everybody needs to have an NFT of some chimpanzee or some piece of art is absurd. And that market has crashed. And it's crashed in a brutal way. And I think it'll continue to crash because it's not clear how an NFT is anything different than a digital print for most art pieces. Now, as you said, you know, Lisa, the people who are proponents of this will continue to argue for it because they are so deeply invested in it. But they that are. doesn't mean that it's anything meaningful, you know, at all. I don't think it, it, it can actually just dwindle away as people recognize that it's, it's a fairly fringe activity with fringe. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This idea of magical thinking, Professor Desai, this idea, explain to us, you know, really, what is magical thinking? What do you mean by that? Well, so, you know, maybe I can do it a little bit by example and then by fundamentals. So it's not just crypto. It is, uh, it's what we came to believe in financial markets over the last 15 years, where we had incredibly good returns and everybody became an investor. You might be familiar with Robin Hood and, uh, you know, all the kind of gamification of financial markets that has happened. It's also magical thinking as to what corporations can do. You know, you might remember WeWork, right? So WeWork was this remarkable company that did some really interesting things, right? They changed like office workspaces. Yeah. But they fashioned themselves as like a spiritual enterprise that was going to make the world a better place. And of course, that was a shield for the founder to do a number of terrible things, including lining his own pockets. So corporations kind of bought into this magical thinking, which is like excessively ambitious, promise the world to people on a timeline that is unrealistic. Uh, even, you know, Facebook, it pivoted to metaverse, which is what? I don't know. It's a little bit unclear. It's going to take a more I think than 10 it's years an egotistical, crazy name, and I think it's the beginning of the end. You know what I think metaverse is? I think metaverse is the tech equivalent of jumping the shark on happy days. Exactly. That's a, that's a great way to put it. And it's even broader, Lisa, which is, and this is where things get a little more complicated, but, you know, you think about what's happened in the world of policy. You might be familiar in these ideas of modern monetary theory, which kind of swept the nation in the last couple of years, where you can print money and it doesn't actually affect inflation. Completely magical thinking. I think even the broad idea that corporations are going to save the world, which is embedded in what's called ESG and corporate social responsibility, I think is fairly magical. You know, we have very serious problems in this world, climate change, uh, economic inequality, racial injustice. And somehow, Lisa, we've convinced ourselves that corporations are going to solve those problems. And I think that's kind of magical thinking, right? It doesn't make sense. And I think what we're seeing is the unwinding of that magical thinking. Well, the re- for young yeah. people. Yeah. Sorry, I was but the, one but the re- thing. Yeah, but you know, yeah, Professor Desai, I just saw a poll on Axios that showed that two-thirds of the people around the world when surveyed had a lot more faith in corporate governance than they did in gov- governing governance, even in, and this was democracies. But the yeah. reason for that is because people don't know who to trust, so they're trusting businesses because they can't trust the churches and they yeah. can't trust the governments, and so who have they got left? 
I mean, I get that, Lisa, but the reality is if we think, you know, Pepsi is going to solve climate change, we're wrong. Mm. Like, that's not the way the world works, mm. you know? And so there's this idea that somehow if I buy a certain kind of glasses or a certain kind of soda, I'm contributing to the world. And my concern is the best way to solve these problems is through political action. And that's what we've got to do. And there's no substitute for that, Lisa. There's just literally no substitute for that. So I get that people are disappointed with other avenues, but I think they're displacing a lot of ambition and even aspirations for happiness onto corporations, you know, and I don't think that's where we want to look for these answers uh, because ultimately those are organizations which are wonderful in their own way, but they're largely around to generate wealth for us, which is super valuable, but not really to solve society's problems. So do you think, for example, as a matter of policy, we're chatting with Professor Desai, and I cannot believe it sounds like you're in a construction zone, but we'll get to that another time. Next time you come on the show, I need quiet. But anyway, and I'm I'm also, you know, I'm a lawyer like you, but I'm a judge. So it's like I'm ordering you my court. Anyway, um, the fact is, Professor, that when it comes to all of this, um, I, I think that I'd like to know from you, do you think that policy in a democracy should be structured in a way that takes away the ability of people to keep accruing so much money that what they say, like, remember the old ad when E.F. Hutton speaks, everyone listens? You know, mm-hmm. what's happening is in a capitalist society where we always looked up to rich people, that's sort of natural in a capitalist society, maybe excessively mm-hmm. for some people, but generally speaking. Right. But we have more and more of the world's wealth accruing in fewer and fewer people. Do you think that that's a problem? I do. I mean, I do think it's a problem, and there are ways to deal with it, which would be a good tax system. And Mm -hmm. that's what we should be doing. Like, the tax system is a great way to kind of do this, which is we probably should be, for example, uh, taxing capital gains, not when they're realized, but when they're accrued. We probably should have a higher top marginal rate for people earning more than $10 million. Mm-hmm. I think that all of that is probably true. Um, unfortunately, you know, we again, I think we're not making much progress on this because we're kind of given up on the political process. Um, and instead, we put our hopes in these weird things like buy Dogecoin and you can become a billionaire, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, right. which is fairly, you know, fairly magical thinking again. So, yeah, I think there's lots of ways to do redistribution. I teach tax law. I love that, you know, thinking about how we should do that in the most efficient way. Um, but it, it's, I think we've kind of given up that in favor of these kind of get rich schemes. And that's a big part of magical thinking, right? A lot of young people buying lottery tickets and thinking of their lives as lottery tickets. And that's not a good way. I don't think that's a good way to live, especially when the reckoning comes, which is what rising interest rates do. And this whole period that we're about to go through, I think will, will mean for all of us. Thank you, Professor Desai. So you think the shakeout of crypto is still going on? You don't think the bottom has bottomed out yet? Okay. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I think it's going on. And this whole shakeout of magical thinking generally, I think will go on for a good couple of years. But it's all good because we need to kind of get back to the things that matter, which is, you know, trade-offs and pragmatism and thinking through our lives in more realistic ways as opposed to what we've been doing for the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you'll come back on the show. Professor Desai, professor of Harvard's both business and law school. Thank you so much for coming on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 